All right. Well, hey, Door of Hope Northeast. Um, if you are watching this, I assume you're part of Door of Hope Northeast, although you might be from somewhere else. Uh, I'm Cameron. I'm the lead pastor here, and I am joined with my dear friend. What's your name, sir? I know his name. I'm just going to have him say it. <laughs> John Barry. Yeah. John Barry Van Hoogen, which uh, some of you may know from um, Door of Hope and Door of Hope Northeast. A couple of years ago, his wife, Jessica, was our first uh, kids ministry coordinator, did a wonderful job uh, until the pandemic shut it all down there <laughs> a few weeks in. Um, and we're having this conversation. We're posting this video because uh, John Barry and Jessica, uh, some of you know, some of you don't know, they've begun the process of planting a church in Boise. Um few months after the pandemic set in, they, they ended up moving back to Boise to plant a church. And uh, the elders at Door of Hope Northeast um, have decided that we want to enter a formal partnership uh, of support uh, for, for this church and this family. And so we just want to take a minute in this format to update you all on, on what's going on, what they're doing, and uh, even how you could be involved. So first of all, thank you, John Barry, for your boldness to step out in a wildly uncertain time for the gospel. We're just super proud of you. Thanks. Well, we'll see if that was a, a decision you should be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, we love you, man. Um, well, we, we like to keep these concise, so we'll just get straight into it. I have a few questions I want to ask and, uh, and we'll just go through them if that sounds good to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, first, uh, John Barry, give us just a quick snapshot of who are you? Who would you say you are? And uh, and even your history with Door of Hope. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we uh, so as Cameron said, uh, my wife Jesse and I, uh, with our three boys, we we attended Door of Hope from like 2018. Uh, to 2020. It was just a, a couple of years, but not super long, which is actually crazy to say. And I think it's because so much was happening uh, just in those two years. And also because we, we connected so deeply with so many wonderful people. Uh, it just felt like we'd been anchored there for, for a long time. Um, but uh, yeah, we were there when kind of Redeemer was merging with, with Door of Hope and kind of saw that process and, and connected with, with people in the midst of all that and was really encouraged by all those things. And obviously we, we appreciated um, Josh White and his preaching and, um, and, and I was able to connect with Cam and loved what you guys were doing, especially when we heard about the plan to plant Northeast. Um, I got to connect with you just about that idea and I, I loved what you were doing. I loved the vision and, um, and also because um well, we we had sensed um, even before we got to, to Portland, we sensed this idea that God was maybe preparing us to plant a church or what, as well, um, and so it just made sense for us to pitch in with Door of Hope Northeast uh, right away and got excited about that. Um, so you, as you said, my wife she served as the children's director for a few months, kind of leading up to that first service, and then for for two glorious whole weeks um, <laughs> before COVID, yeah, shut everything down, um, and I. I don't think we were unique, but we did to anybody else. We did a lot of wrestling, I think, as a lot of people did during that time, because um, we kind of had this sort of loosely held plan to end up in Boise at some point, which is my hometown. That's where I'm from. Uh, grew up in Boise, Idaho, um, and our desire was to plant a church um, there. Um, I, we didn't think it'd be for another year or two, um, but 
I'd say COVID kind of just gave us the opportunity to ask whether maybe God was speeding that timeline up. So we, I think we, we prayed a lot about that. We, we went right to, to Cam and the elders wanted, we wanted to inform you guys of that sense that we were having and just see, see what you guys had to say. And, and you guys were so, gosh, you were so gracious and understanding um, in the middle of such a weird and, and uncertain and discouraging time. Um, and, and essentially long story short, it's kind of sent us off with um, a lot of support and, we were just so blessed and grateful for that. So um, things happened pretty fast after that. Like you said, we've been in Boise now for a couple of years, which is even crazy to say um, as well. Uh, I, I would say stumbling our way through planting a church. Um, I think that's about the only way. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I haven't heard anybody who feels really confident about every step they've ever taken. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, that's kind of where we've been. And so, so this has been something that's been kind of on the radar for a while, even when we first started at door of hope. Um, and so just being able to spend time with you and, and Josh and the other uh, elders and, and people that we've met at door of hope have all kind of fed this, this vision. Um, I, I'd say an, an excitement for, for what God was, we pray is doing in Boise. So. Awesome. Well, just give us, give us a brief rundown of your church is called Boise gospel church. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, give us the rundown of kind of just the heart and the kind of the key core vision for Boise Gospel Church. Yeah. Um, so no, no, uh, no shame here, uh, but we, we basically hijacked Door of Hope's core values. Um, we, I, I grew up in a background that was very um, kind of international missions. Uh, it was a big part of my upbringing and, and a part, a lot of what I do still. Um, and so we, we've maybe added to the four core values. We added the next one, not because we felt like Door of Hope wasn't committed to missions, but just because we just, it was our heart to really name that. Yeah, make it um, explicit. So we kind of added that fifth, but, but essentially uh, borrowed all of that. We, I'd say like, if we kind of boiled it down, we just wanted to, we've been, and I, if I seem uncertain on this, it's because we've just been, like I said, stumbling through how to articulate this and, and sure. grow in this idea. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we just, we want to, we want to live and grow as, as the family of God in Boise, um, pro- proclaiming Christ crucified, just really cross and proclaiming Christ crucified for Boise. Um, so we've, we've tried not to get caught up uh, and, and this is something I have to fight, particularly caught up in really fancy, unique visions or strategies. Really, we just want to grow together as God's family, be confident in who we are in Christ, um, be meaningfully present in our community and then really at the end of the day, just be who we are and, and speak boldly and gently, hopefully about, about what we know. Yeah. Um, it's just as simple as that. I think I hope. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, give us, give us the story so far. I mean, you've been on the ground in Boise two years ish. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, what's in the big picture. What's the story so far? Yeah, we, um, so we, even just what I said, like all, all that's hopefully true now, but probably through having learned some tough, tough lessons. I say we, we, we started, uh, started back in January of 2021. But and by that, I mean, we, we were worshiping. I was preaching. We are partaking the Lord's Supper together. We were running kids ministry. We were kind of doing the whole thing. Um, really, after only having met with our initial group for a couple of months. Um, so 
and I think that happened partly because we just told ourselves that we were going to do things organically when it made sense and just kind of allow the spirit to push us into the next step um, sure. when it seemed right to do that. In fact, it, ironically, I don't know if you remember this, Cam, um, but at one point before like a date had been set for Door of Hope Northeast's first service, um, I remember pulling you aside one time and, 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 um, kind of urging you to uh to step out to to do it sooner rather than later like i i think i even like pointed yeah. to the old test i even pulled it pointed to the old testament and was like hey it's like we're like the israelites on the edge of the promised land and and yeah. and, and their disobedience was not claiming what god had promised and here's god's <laughs> giving you something to claim it you know and i do remember um, at nongs i think yeah, yeah. I, I remember every time i eat at nongs but i uh I don't know if that was bad advice or not, but it's funny. It's it's just ironic that I was, I felt that so much uh, for you. And at the same time, we've on the, have learned the flip side of that lesson, which is I've just been, had, 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 I've been taught deep patience and, and just like the slow work of, of building into people and community and, and the time it takes to really ha have that set and established before you can really, really meaningfully and intentionally do do much else um yeah so i don't know i'm sorry for that advice if it was <laughs> ill-founded at the oh, time uh, necessary. yeah uh but yeah I, I, you know we so all that said we've had some setbacks basically we almost burned out after about three months in of doing this um and i, and I said by god's grace uh, we we realized it um we even repented of it uh we thanked everybody that was there for just being gracious and sticking around um and ultimately we scaled back to a bit of a less formal more like bible study format we're really um kind of like a, just a big community group with child care so um we've been doing that for a little over a year now um discussing the book of matthew kind of bit by bit really we just made it halfway through matthew last week we do a little singing lots of eating uh and just yeah, growing deeply together as a family. And, and in hindsight, that's probably what we should have been doing all along because uh, it's been really, really sweet. Oh, man, Great. what a beautiful foundation for a church community. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Awesome. Well, in, in that time, um, if, you, if you don't mind, is it, this, is help, this is something we can learn from and mm. um, probably good for you to process too. What, what has been maybe one of your biggest discouragements in the last two years? Mm -hmm. And then maybe one of your biggest encouragements. Uh, there, I think both of those things are really important to name. I think I can say, uh, we've, we haven't been doing this long enough to probably experience some of the real discouragements that, that are, are possible. Um, but at least in our time, I'd, I'd say the encouragements and the discouragements have been like two sides of the same the same reality yeah. um, we've experienced more recently we've experienced like how close uh, relationships and, and friendships and, and um, fellowship can be with people who, who love Jesus with you and who are excited to follow Jesus together. I've even seen how like that closeness has been, uh, has impacted others and, and they felt that community so deeply and just and naturally mm -hmm. out of that wanted to invite their own, um, neighbors, other people that they care about into that community. And, and that's been really, 
really, really sweet. So I'd, I'd say that's been one of the greatest encouragements is just how I, surprised almost caught off guard by how deeply connected we can, we can feel um, yeah. that with people. I'd say then like the flip side of that coin, um, we've experienced how painful it is when that kind of community is, is like severed or, or at least the potential for that kind of community is, is missed. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically we've had, you know, we've had a few people leave um, and with how small we are uh, and in the early stages um, that, that really hurts, you know, that, yeah, that was hard to do. Yeah. It, it's hard to, yeah, it's just hard. So, um, but again, I, I just would say like the, the same thing, the same sort of essence of relationships that makes that so hard and hurt so much is, is also the same thing that makes it so sweet when, when people stay and we've had, you know, we had, um, we had, I had a, 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 a fellow, um, just a couple months ago, say like, sit me down and say like, man, I don't know what it is, but we, we love this. We see what Jesus is doing and we, we want to join you and we want to plant roots here. And, and just hear him. It was just like a, in his mind, it was just him saying, Hey, we're in, you know? Um, but for me, that just was like, Oh, it was a, it was a bomb for my soul. It was, oh, it was man. really, it was really awesome. So yeah. such wind in the sails. Totally. Yeah, totally. Love that. Well, in the interest of, of brevity for this time, um, give us, give us some helpful ways that the people of door of hope Northeast uh, might be able to support the work that you're doing in Boise. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously it's not cliche if it sounds like it, it just praying for us hmm. um, is, is huge. Uh, we, we feel that um, it's still obviously very early for us. There's, there's a lot of things to do and a lot of things to organize and, um, visions to realize and steps to take and things like that. And it seems like we've got to do it all while we're also kind of already doing it because we sort of started and have just kind of been massaging this as we go. Um, so that sometimes seems a little bit complicated and, um, for, I mean, for example, like we've got maybe, maybe there's 40 people total that are, are, are really committed. Um, 20 of them are under the age of eight, uh, you know, and, and maybe 19 of them are under the age of five, six or five. So um, it's beautiful. I mean, we, we're, we're teeming with life. There's no question. Um, but that also becomes logistically an interesting thing to figure out when we're just trying to um, be together or, or particularly when adults want to grow deeply into God's word together. Um, that's always something we have to figure out. So just just praying that we can navigate all that, all that well. Um, I also, I mean, I know too, I know that a lot of people in Portland have family or friends in Boise, besides, just even besides us. So yeah. one of them is if you're in town, uh, you know, look us up. I'll buy a coffee, probably from a place that gets its coffee from Portland. So you'll feel better <laughs> at home. Um, so I and then, yeah, if you're around, aside from joining us on Sunday, I'd say this is something we've been really excited about. We, we have planned um, or we've planned to, uh, we've rented out a, a coffee house event space downtown on a Friday night, August 5th, actually. We've done this once before, and I think we'll do more in the future, but August 5th on Friday night. Um, and because we just wanted to, the idea was um, we just want to sing God's praises downtown with the doors open while Boise's milling around. Um, so if you needed a reason to visit Boise, uh, you could come lend your voice to that or just send somebody that you know in Boise to come join us. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
but you can so you can everything we're not very present on social media right now but you can visit the website boisegospel.org uh see what we're up to um or you can you can drop us a line or an email um we are i'd say we are selfish selfish for encouragement and Mm -hmm. in your prayers all the time yeah you're not i guess you're not going to say it but i'll say it um door of hope northeast we we it's not much uh with our budget but we as a church from our from our budget we give you guys a small financial gift monthly we're great we just encourage you if you're listening to this to consider doing the same Mm -hmm. um this is a ministry that we believe in we Mm -hmm. this is a, a a family um that's leading this church that we believe in and uh if you I know everyone's so swimming in disposable income right now, especially in this appears to be a recession we're entering into. Uh, But nonetheless, you know, giving sacrificially uh, for gospel purposes is always, always, always crucially important. So we just encourage you to consider doing that. This would be money well spent for the kingdom. Um, either one time or I'm, I assume there'd be ways to set up like a recurring sure. gift monthly or whatever yep. at the Boise Gospel Church. Is that all through? Can you find that on the website? Yeah, on the website, there's a link. It's all, it's all pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, appreciate that. It is, it would be, um, yeah, we are, we are grateful. God has blessed us and we're, we're really, we'd be really grateful for that as well. It's, it is a unique, Boise is a unique space that's like attracting all kinds of people. Uh, and so that's something that a lot of churches, a lot of, a lot of businesses have been um, having a hard time with. There's just, there's not, there's not a lot of space to meet things like that. So we've set goals to just try to be ready for an investment in a lease or a, a property. If, if anything came available, because we're makeshift in things right now, which is great. And we love it. And it's been really sweet. So no, no complaints there, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be helpful. Absolutely. Well, we should probably wrap it up, but John Barry, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to do this a, but B thank you for your faithfulness um, to strike out on this new gospel work in Boise. We, we really, I said, being, we really are proud of you and believe in you praying for you and we're in your corner. And if there's any other way you can think of that, we can be an encouragement or a support. We, we want to be so. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess with that, we'll say goodbye. Take it easy. Thanks, dude. All right.